I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, uh, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, just going live on Instagram now uh, to answer a couple of questions, so just waiting for people to jump online, then we'll get stuck into all their questions, whatever they've got to ask for today. G'day guys, welcome on, uh, send through some questions, let's talk some footy, we're going to jump on for 20 minutes or so, so if you've got any questions, send them through, a uh, bit of content dropped on YouTube tonight, Rugby League Guru YouTube, myself and Matty the Waterboy taking a deep dive into this uh, Manly Seagulls, Newcastle Knights, West Tigers situation, there's plenty to talk about there, Melbourne Cup tip girl after your Twilight payment win, yeah, my <laughs> just about my only Melbourne Cup win over the last few years, thankfully put it out to you guys. I'm on the number six. I can't remember what it's called, but I'm on the number six. Cleary or DCE? Uh, Cleary for me, mate. He'd be my starting seven. Darcel Guru, you got a loser for me tomorrow. I certainly do, mate. The number six, that's my tip. As you know, I'm always on the six, Darcel, and I'm sure it'll run like a busted. Who's the best player in the world right now? Uh, I'd go for Nathan Cleary, personally. Um, who have we got? Who's the biggest Italian stallion? The great James Tedesco. Lebanon for an upset. I doubt it, Gaz, but um, I'm really looking forward to watching them, seeing how they go. Just dribbling all over myself. Good start. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they go against the Kangaroos. I think they've been really impressive uh, this World Cup. So hopefully Lebanon can put up a good fight. I think they've been one of my favourite teams to watch over the, over the last two or three weeks. So can't see them winning, mate, uh, but keen to see how they go. Samoa or Tonga? I've got Tonga winging, mate. Uh, I really like their side. I think Taumalolo, he came back in for the game the other day and he really was the difference. So I think their forward packs are... I think Tonga's forward pack is better. You throw Taumalolo in there, I think they're well and truly better. So I'll take them. I'm very keen to see who the who both sides pick in the halves. Tonga's obviously got Lola here. I think he's locked in, but then you've got Amon and young uh, Katoa, who we've spoken about a lot. And then on the other side of the park, I think for Samoa, Jerome Luai, he's obviously locked in, but then you've got to make a decision between CHT and Anthony Milford. I'm very keen to see in which direction they will go, uh, but I'm going to take Tonga in that one, mate. Adokar, captain next year. It's interesting. If Adokar was playing fullback, I probably would take him, but just because he's playing on the wing, I'm not too sure. Uh, Bloke in a bar will go live tomorrow afternoon 
around about 3 p.m. We spoke about it with Kempi. He made a really good point just to leave Addo Car as your vibe sort of guy. He doesn't need the C next to his name. Doesn't have to worry about that sort of stuff. And I understand where Kempi's coming from. That was a good point. Luke Thompson, he's another one I don't mind for the skipper of the Canterbury Bulldogs. But is he going to be there in the future? We're not quite sure. So that's the worry there. Matty Burton's the other one. Is he going to be there? Is he the future? I hope he stays there. I think he is the future. So I know he's young and inexperienced, but I'd seriously consider handing it to him. I reckon they will end up going uh, a bit of a co-captain thing, and I think Josh Adokar will definitely be one of them. Thoughts on Starkey ripping out pegs in the cricket? Wouldn't have a slightest idea. Sorry, mate. Who's winning the premiership next season and why is it the Dogs? I hope your doggies do well, mate, but I don't think they're going to win a comp next year. Uh, I think it'll be a Roosters-Panthers grand final next year. Really looking forward to it. Thoughts on Garrick at centre next year? Don't really like it. Uh, I still think he'll play on the wing. If I was playing outside turbo, I think I'd be more than happy to stay on the sting, mate. So I don't think he'll play centre. He might. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'd be holding on to that wing spot if I was him. What do Penrith need to do to make it three on the trot? They need to work out how to get over losing Appy Curacao. I think he's going to be a huge loss for them. I think it's the biggest test of Ivan Cleary's coaching career so far. Coming into this season without Appy, I, I don't think they win or make either of the last two grand finals if Appy didn't walk into the club a couple of years ago. So, massive test without him. You've got Sonny Luke. We've seen what he's done for Tonga. I've been talking about him for a while on the podcast and whatnot, watching play reserve grade and all that sort of stuff. Very talented young guy. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a Big, big test with that Appy. I think we'll realise just how good Appy is when he leaves. Um, what have we got? Thoughts on the Andrew Webster interview and his plans for Warriors next year. I'll be honest with you, Reese. I haven't seen it, mate. I'll have to have a squiz at it if you want to give me more details. Keen to have a look. England-Australia grand final, you reckon, Guru? Yeah, I think the way that this comp is going to end up, uh, you're obviously going to have Australia and New Zealand are going to play each other uh, the week before the GF. So I wouldn't be surprised if we do end up with an England-Australia grand final or an England-New Zealand grand final. I think it'll come down to England-Tonga and then Australia-New Zealand. So the winner out of those guys, I think, will go through. World Cup winner, I'm going to take the Kangaroos, mate. I think the winner out of that game between the Kangaroos and the Kiwis uh, will go through. I just think the Kangaroos, they're, they're just too stacked at the moment. Um, do you reckon the Kummels have a chance against England? Well, the Kummels have to win tomorrow morning. Remember, to play England, they should beat Wales, though. And yes, I really do think they could beat them. I was saying to Kempi this afternoon and Timmy, um, if Tonga was playing England, we'd definitely give Tonga a chance. And personally, I know that Tonga beat PNG a couple of weeks ago. I thought PNG was the better side. I thought they were pretty unlucky. So uh, I I do think PNG can pull an upset there. I think it's unlikely, uh, but I'll be probably having a little Michelle Pfeiffer on him. Uh, vegan cigarettes. Yeah, the eyes are a bit red. Uh, I've been doing bloke in a bar all night, so a little bit tired. Thoughts on Gildart going to the Dolphins? Yeah, interesting one. Uh, I posted on my story before. I think a couple of dominoes could fall off the back of this. I think this could be a little gateway to another good signing for the Dolphins, but we'll talk about that on the podcast over the next few days. Where do you think the Knights sit next season? Depends who they sign and where they play KP and whatnot. We spoke about that on YouTube today. If you want to go and have a look at it, it dropped about two hours ago. Uh, if they sign Ruben Garrick, Changes things a little bit for me. I still don't think they'll be a top eight side. Uh, I was pretty low on them going into last season. They played well in the first two weeks, and I think everyone got a little bit overexcited, uh, and then reality set in. Jake Clifford leaving, that's a bit of a worry for me. They'd want to hope they get a Luke Brooks. I'm not convinced they will. Uh, and even if they do get Ruben Garrick, it's good, but you're moving KP to six without a halfback, which really does worry me. So interesting times up at Newcastle. I'm not quite sure how it's going to play out. 
Hey, Guru, how great has Katoa been this World Cup? Yeah, he's been good, Alan. He's, he's played well. Obviously, uh, got tested out against PNG defensively and got shown up there. Uh, but he is a young guy coming into uh, first-class rugby league. He hasn't really played against adults all that much. So the finals will be a big test for him. Um, I'm keen to see if Tonga pick him in their starting side or whether he's on the bench or if he's in the team at all. I'd probably go for a moan just because he's got a little bit more experience. Uh, and I think defensively, you can really catch Katoa out at the moment, which so you should. He is a young guy coming into first-class rugby league, as we've said. But you saw when he came up against a good little ball player in Kyle Labert, he was able to isolate him on a couple of occasions. Um, so yeah, I'd probably go with a moan but I'd love to see them give Isaiah Katoa a shot. You guys know how high I am on this guy. I've been talking about him for a very long time, so hopefully he can kick on. Uh, who's got the best chance of beating Penrith next year? I think the Chooks do, mate. I think they've got a very good side. Early dark horse for top eight next year. Uh, I don't know if Manly are a top eight, if they're a dark horse, but if Manly, if Turbo plays the whole season, I think Manly, despite all the drama and everything, I think they're a really good shot. Uh, England for the World Cup. Maybe, mate. I just don't know if they've got what it takes to beat Australia and New Zealand, but I don't watch as much Super League as a lot of you guys do, so some of you would know a lot better than me. Um, yeah, I, I just want to see England get tested against the top-tier side. I know they beat Samoa, uh, and credit to England in that win, but Samoa, like, they, they didn't get off the fucking bus at the end of the day, and I think they had a warm-up match, so uh, England had to go out and do it, and they did. I just want to see them uh, come finals time. I'm looking forward to that game against PNG, assuming that Papua New Guinea win tomorrow morning. What have we got? Thoughts on Milford? Reckon he'll have an impact next year? Yeah, it's an interesting one, mate. And this is where I think some dominoes could fall. I think that they will go after and try and grab a halfback from somewhere, which I think would be a great little option. You've got Sean O'Sullivan there at the moment, who uh, if you can't find a good seven anywhere, I think SOS is a good option to have there. Uh, But then partnering up with Milford, I don't know, just seems like a bit of a punt for me to start a franchise with. So hopefully they're able to go out and find a ball player because I think they probably need to. But yeah, I mean, Milf, he's shown in the past he plays his very best football under Wayne Bennett. So hopefully Wayne can get the best out of him. Uh, I hope so because rugby league's better when Milford is playing good footy. We know how talented he is. Uh, he's just something else, Milf, when he's on. So fingers crossed, mate. Um, Reed, Doggy's captains next year. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had this one thrown up a little bit. I probably wouldn't. He's still pretty young, uh, just coming into the club as well. I would just let him settle. I'd probably go with one of the other guys. But as a future uh, captain, I think Reed Marnie's got serious potential. You needing any help? Looking for any employees? Thanks for reaching out, Pete. Uh, probably not at the moment, mate. I'm probably not in a financial position uh, to bring anyone else on in the future, definitely. Uh, maybe in a year or so, I'd like to think I am going to start to need a bit of help with some other things that I'm doing, uh, for sure. So over the next few years, for sure, uh, I think it would probably be more of a tech person rather than a rugby league person. If you like Matty the Waterboy, for example, and you've got a history with rugby league and you understand the game, huge bonus to have, no doubt about it. But uh, yeah, as it stands right now, I'm probably not in a position to be able to do it, but I think I will be very, very soon. Uh, thoughts on England's chances right now, mate? I think they'll get to the grand final, Das. That'll be my prediction. Thoughts on Manly signing Cooper Johns? Yeah, an interesting one. Uh, Cooper seems like a great guy. From what I've seen of the games, from what I've seen in the games I've seen him play, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I haven't been overly impressed with Cooper. I think he's got ability uh, to get an opportunity under DCE will be fantastic for him. I'd still be going with Josh Schuster at six next year. I've had a few people say they think Cooper will start there. I probably don't think he will. Um, in saying that, Cooper's a young half. 
you know, it takes years until, you know, halves can really kick on. We get so used to your Cooper Cronks, your Andrew Johns, these sort of guys that we don't really appreciate the grind that the vast majority of halves have to go through until they're first grade ready. And I don't think Cooper's all that far off, but I wouldn't be starting him in the halves next year for Manly. Uh, what have we got? Well spoken from Jake too about the manly drama. Yeah, uh, typical Jake. Seems to handle everything very well. Uh, and that was no different, mate. Handled it very well. Spoke very well. Tough thing to talk about too. Uh, and I know the club's very... Uh uh, they're, they're very cautious about letting their players talk. So I agree, mate. I thought Jake handled it very well. Would Napa be a good pickup for any side? I think so, mate. Um, I, I've always liked Dylan Napa. He's obviously had a couple of off-field things and whatnot. Uh, but he's a good personality to have around a club. You talk to anyone in rugby league, they absolutely love Dylan Napa. Big body, big aggressive body. He's one of those guys that probably fits into the same category as your Jared Rhea Hargraves, these sort of guys that will get penalised for things that most guys wouldn't. But um, that's what you get when you want an aggressive alpha front rower. So yeah, I'd like to see Dylan Napa come back. Uh, but I think he's living in the south of France. And knowing Dylan Napa, I'm sure he'd be enjoying himself, mate. And he's got his good mate Piercy over there. They'd be having a good time. Hey, Guru, just want to give Alex McKinnon a shout based on yours and Matty's podcast as a career that got cut short. Yeah, thanks, Alex. Uh, there's been a number of guys that have been suggested that have been fucking fantastic. Alex McKinnon was a really good shout. Anthony Minicello was another one. Um, that show on YouTube is called The Off Season. We've dropped two episodes. Uh, me and Matty recorded another one today, so that'll be dropping on Wednesday. Then we'll have another one on Sunday night as well. So if you want to go to YouTube, uh, type in Rugby League Guru. There's a playlist there called The Off Season. Me and Matty uh, taking deep dives into some of the most random rugby league questions you could ask. I think the first episode was the best hooker not named Cameron Smith. And then the one we did the other day was to bring back three players ever uh, that their careers were impacted by injuries and to bring them back injury free. So a really good chat there. So Alex McKinnon, he's a cracker. Uh, the Cheese World Cup form looking good for the Chooks. Yeah, I got told the other day uh, that the Cheese has lost five or six kilos, which is good to see. Obviously, your body has to change a lot when you go from a middle forward to a nine. Uh, so good signs for the Roosters. He gets to have a few extra reps in the hooking role, which he's going to need. He's learning the position. Cheese has said that himself. I think people forget that, you know, obviously he won the Dallium Hooker of the Year a couple of years ago, but he's still got a lot more to work on his game. And he is working hard. He's getting his body into the right shape. So really excited about Cheese. I think the Chooks and Brandon Smith might start a little bit slow next year, uh, but I think they'll really kick on around that origin period, especially around that time when a lot of guys leave and Cheese will take a lot of responsibility during that time. So, yeah, really excited about him, mate. Uh, Melbourne Cup pick. I've got the number six. I can't remember what it's called. Haven't really had a great look at it, to be honest with you, but I think it's called... I, I actually have got no fucking idea what it's called. Uh, do you think Toto is more valuable to a team than... You didn't finish your sentence, sorry, bro. Uh, but I really do think Brian Toto is incredibly valuable. I've spoken about it a lot. I think he's changing the wing position just because he's putting up numbers that we've never seen before. He's changing standards of wingers, uh, which is adapting the position. So I think in a couple of years' time, we're going to look back on one Brian Toto has achieved and the numbers that he's putting up and we're going to be fucking blown away because people aren't talking about it as much as they should be. Uh, Dragon Smokey for Des Hazel's next job. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Dragons, they've come out and said that 
their coach is under pressure and he could be gone. There's rumours that they've told players that he'll be gone soon. It's fucking carnage over there at the Red V. Craig Young stepped down as well today after that shit fight. Um, but yeah, I, I just I don't understand. There's also rumours that Shane Flanagan's going to join Manly. If the Dragons are getting ready to get rid of their coach or if there's a good chance he'll be sacked soon, why on earth would you let Shane Flanagan, a premiership winning coach, leave your club? So we'll see if that one does play out. But uh, Des Hasler, he could be a really good get there. Is Turpin signed for depth or does he have a chance to get in the team? Edward, great question, mate. Um, I think it's more so depth. I reckon he'll play, you know, probably six to ten games next year. I think he will pop up here and there. But I'd say he's more so a depth signing, mate. Uh, bring on Hopgood, Eels 2023. Yeah, Dan, mate, I absolutely love this Hopgood. Uh, I said it about oh, probably 12 weeks ago or so, and then he got man of the match in the New South Wales Cup Grand Final. So I think people have already realised how good he is. But I, as I said a number of weeks ago, I think he'll be uh, one of the best signings of 2023, potentially the best signing. Um, sexual harassment, scrunch or fold? Fold, mate, not an animal, thank you. Uh, thoughts on bears and roosters break up? Haven't had a look at it. Sorry, mate, I didn't realise that had happened. Uh, I'll have to have a look at that. That's interesting. Uh, thoughts on Tonga Samoa qualifier? I have got Tonga winning that one, mate. I think it'll be really tight. Uh, we did a little preview on Bloke in a Bar this afternoon. You'll be able to listen to that tomorrow, uh, and I'll do a bit more detail on it later in the week. John Bateman, NRL return for 2023. I hope so, mate. I'd love to see it. Uh, I'm not sure if we will or not. I don't know what John's situation is as far as his daughter and everything like that, but I'd love to see him back. I think he's got unfinished business in the NRL. I'm not sure where he'd come to. He's obviously been coached by Wayne Bennett uh, when he was playing for England, so that might be a little landing spot for him. He's got history with the Canberra Raiders, as we know. Um, So, yeah, interesting one. I'd love to see him back in the NRL, though. Thoughts on the Dolphins signing Oliver Gildart? Yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, I'm not convinced on Oliver Gildart just yet, uh, but I did see him at the Roosters, and he looked a little bit better than what he did at the Tigers, which, I mean, not overly shocking there. Uh, But, yeah, I personally think that the Gildart one, he obviously came over from England with Jackson Hastings. They both went to the Tigers. Um, They've both played under Wayne Bennett. I reckon there's a good chance that Jacko could end up uh, playing for the Dolphins next year, and I think that would be a really, really good get for them. Um, do you think To'o is more valuable to a side than Luai with all the work he gets through? To be honest with you, mate, he probably is, especially like when you consider that Luai is playing alongside Nathan Cleary, uh, who's, you know, he steers that ship around everywhere. Lu- Luai plays his role really well, but his role isn't to be a superstar and to be the guy. Uh, he's a Robin Half. You've got uh, Nathan Cleary. He's Batman. Luai just plays his role well. And when you think about the meters that Brian To'o comes to out of his own end and how important that is to Penrith's game, it's crazy to say that a winger is more important to a two-time premiership winning side than a 5'8", but you might have a point there, mate. Pretty interesting stuff, but it doesn't take anything away from Jerome Luai. Do you think Brooks is going to go into the Knights in 23 or 24? Not sure if he's going in 23, 24, or 25. This was the conversation in 21 as well. So uh, I dropped a podcast and a YouTube about it. You can go to the YouTube channel and have a look at it now. Myself and Matty the Waterboy took a deep dive into it. Uh, do you see Doggies making the eight next year, or do you think it's a couple of years away? I think they potentially could, but I think in two or three years, I think they'll be one of those sides that you sort of lock in to the top eight. I really like how their squad's coming together. Roosters going to make their own New South Wales Cup team. I would assume so, mate, but I haven't looked into this at all. You've just told me about it. So uh, I'll have a look into it. Uh, as you guys know, my little brother's in the Rooster system. So I wonder if he, I'll, I'll talk to him, see if he knows anything about it. But yeah, disappointing if they've cut ties with the Bears. I'm not sure where North, who, who North Sydney are going to be associated with now, but I still hope they are running around in New South Wales Cup. 
Uh, what have we got? Do you think the Lebanon tour could potentially help the Tigers sign Moses? No, to be honest with you, I don't think he'll leave the Parramatta Eels. And if he does, I'm sorry, I just don't think he'll go to the West Tigers. I think Mitch Moses has been there. He's done that. He's walked out on them. I think it's pretty evident from the outside looking in uh, that not much has changed there. There's still drama left, right and centre. Maybe the Benji and Farrah thing can convince him, but fuck. Big, big punt, especially when you've been at Parramatta, you're used to playing finals footy and whatnot. You've just been to a grand final. I just can't see Mitch Moses going back to the West Tigers. Just Campbell Graham, get that right wing spot. We're talking about it on Bloke in a Bar this afternoon, which you guys will be able to listen to tomorrow. I think there's a good chance, mate. I think Val Holmes will be the first choice, but I think Campbell Graham's a lot closer than what people are giving him credit for. I thought he was sensational in the last two games. I get it. Uh, they're against the lower quality nations, but fuck, he's a quality player, Campbell Graham. I would still go Val, but I think it's a lot closer than what people are assuming. Uh, guys, going to scroll right to the bottom. Uh, and answer the last few questions before we hit the road. Uh, I think it's the opposite. If Eels lose Brown, the Lebanon tour would help Lua Dwayhe to partner Moses. Oh, potentially, but that's if they lose Brown as well. I mean, the reality is that if Parramatta lose Brown, they can probably up their deal for Mitch Moses, Jesse. So, um, yeah, could work either way. I understand where you're coming from, though. Um, I hope he stays, though, to be honest with you. Uh, who do you think is the best player to never play Origin? Best player to never play Origin. Uh, tough one. I mean, like, there's obviously a lot of players like your Sam Burgess and these sort of guys that weren't able to play State of Origin, Jason Tamalolos. As far as best Aussies that didn't play State of Origin, very tough. Uh, just off the dome, uh, I'd probably be thinking like a Matty Orford, a Brent Sherwin, very, very talented I'm trying to think other players. Matty Orford would probably be pretty close to the top of my list, to be honest with you. An incredibly talented halfback. Uh, He won the Dally M medal in 2008. That was probably his peak season, captaining the Manly Seagulls to the Premiership. Brent Sherwin won the comp in 04, was just surrounded by really quality halfbacks his entire career. So uh, probably one of those guys. I think Mitch Orbison should be put right up there as well, a really quality player. Um, Yeah, there's a number of guys. Hard to do it off the top of my head, though, to be honest with you. Um, how does Storm use Tariq Sims? Yeah, it'll be interesting. Very interesting to see how the Melbourne Storm do use Tariq. Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, they've obviously had the the two boys on the edge for a very long time. Felice Kafusi and Kenny Bromwich, both those guys are leaving, so they might just look to use Tariq to lock down one edge. I think it depends on who else they sign. To be honest with you, mate. So we'll wait and see who else they get. Uh, Jared Croker, another good one. Gaz, yeah, another guy that never played State of Origin that probably should have. Very unlucky. I'll tell you what, out of this next generation, there's got to be a number of unlucky centres. Uh, you've obviously got Tommy Turbo and Latrell, who are fullbacks who will get picked at centre every single week. So I think that one of, you know, Campbell Graham, Zach Lomax... I went to say Katoni Staggs, but he's already played, of course. I think there's going to be a number of really quality centres that are going to miss out on representing New South Wales over the next couple of years. Top three NRL players in the World Club World Cup clubs should be looking at. Uh, great question, Webster. I will go through and do a podcast on this one over the next few days. Um, yeah, guys that aren't signed. I'll go through and have a look at this. There's been a couple of guys that I've mentioned as like black book players. There's a couple for Lebanon that I mentioned. Brad Morkos, he's obviously at the Canberra Raiders. I really like him as a center. Uh, Elza Keem, he's one of their back rollers. He scored a couple of tries this World Cup. He was one of our black book guys. Uh, Josh Wong is another guy that every single club should be looking at, but... I don't think they're going to get him off the chooks realistically. I think he's going to be a superstar over the next couple of years. He's a guy that I wouldn't be surprised if he plays Origin in the next five years or so. That's a bit of a hot take for you, but I think he's going to be that good. 
who's a young gun to look out for next year, Josh Wong uh, from the Sydney Roosters. He's my pick there, mate. Uh, Jamie Lyon. Dan, I think you mean not played Origin. He did play Origin, Jamie Lyon. Oh, I think he did play originally, uh, but then he just pulled himself out of it. So he did play at one point, though, Jamie Lyon. Rumours about Critter joining the Dogs. If true, where does he play and can they make the eight? You'd have to assume if he's going to leave Penrith, he's not going somewhere to play wing or centre. So you'd have to assume he plays fullback. And I do think they can make the eight, mate. I, I think even without him, that they can make the eight, to be honest with you. Uh, smoky signings for the offseason. The biggest smoky signing will be Jermaine Hopgood going to the Parramatta Eels. He will absolutely kill it there. He's been doing so well in cup footy the last two years. If he was at any other club than the Penrith Panthers, um, Parramatta would have had to have paid an extra 200k to get him. I reckon he's that good. So keep an eye on him. He's my big one for uh, 2023. But I'm sure you guys saw him in the New South Wales Cup Grand Final, got man of the match. So I think everyone's well aware of him by now, so I don't know if it's that much of a smoky call anymore. Graham needs to be given a chance in wing or centre for New South Wales, best defensive player in my opinion. Yeah, and you know what? His defence wasn't unbelievable a couple of years ago. It's something he's really improved in his game, so good to see. Um... Jamal Fogarty in for a big year, returning two weeks earlier to training. I hope so, mate. I think with Jamal Fogarty, we've got to remember that, you know, he made a huge difference to that difference to that Canberra Raiders side last year, and he essentially had no preseason. So, egg all over my face. I didn't think he was going to be that much of a good signing, but uh, I was completely wrong on that one. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see what Fogarty can do next season with the full preseason. Uh, like, his first season with Jack under his belt as well, uh, I think it'll be a really positive one for him. I like that Fogarty also does – he can just relax this offseason and he doesn't have to play any rep footy or anything like that. He can just be solely focused on the Canberra Raiders. Returning to training early, always a great sign, especially after the injuries last year and everything. So, yeah, exciting times for Jamal Fogarty. Uh, hot take, Kobe Heathering to make Queensland 22-man squad next year. Yeah, potentially, mate. They obviously pick a pretty deep squad for each of those games and they swap over positions here and there. So I could see a world where Kobe gets a gig for sure. Uh, I don't think he will play, though, but that's obviously not what you've said. So fair shout. Most improved team next year committed this season. Uh, I'd probably say Canterbury, mate. Obviously started very slow, very disappointing. I wouldn't be surprised if you see uh, the Manly Seagulls jump right up if Turbo stays fit. I mean, if you want to talk about like ladder positions and stuff, the Melbourne Storm and the Sydney Roosters, I wouldn't be surprised if either of those teams come out and win like a minor premiership next year, which uh, wouldn't be that unusual, but it means that they would have jumped up six or seven spots as well. So uh, there's a few ways to look at that one. Uh, when the Titans win the comp in 2023, do you think it'll be the start of a 20-year dynasty? And that might just about do us there with some quality dribble from BKR Sport there. Uh, last question. Thoughts on Caleb Rajab. Now, he plays for the Canterbury Bulldogs. He got met, he got player of the SG ball for Canterbury a couple of years ago. Very, very talented guy. Reminds me a little bit of Josh Reynolds, uh, probably just with a little bit of a bigger skill set. So I think you'll see him play first grade at Canterbury over the next couple of years. Uh, so so fingers crossed, I really like the look of him, though. I'd only seen him play a little bit here and there. Um, but for Lebanon, I've been very, very impressed with him. I think he had five try assists or something the other day. Uh, so very, very high on him. So one to keep an eye on there at Canterbury. I think you could find him playing a bit of hooker, a bit of halves, a bit of lock. Um seemingly can sort of play anywhere. All right, guys, I'm going to love you and leave you. Do me a favor if you are on the live right now. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jump off, go to YouTube, subscribe to Rugby League Guru. Uh, give the content a watch there, putting a lot of effort into that stuff at the moment. So very keen for you guys to add that to your resume because there is a heap of quality content coming up there in 2023 and for the back end of this year as well. But 2023 is going to be a big one on YouTube for me and Rugby League Guru. So go and subscribe, get stuck into that. Uh, appreciate your time as always, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.